ahead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Thursday. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice sunny day. Temperature's coming up. It was the 30s this morning. It's around the low 50s right now. I guess that's about as best as we can do. Oh, well. Haven't had any gaming for a while again, so I keep planning. Planning for a con. Planning for a con. Might as well. Don't have anything else to do. Indecision, indecision. Who knows? Anyway. I got something to talk about, I think. And we will talk about that right after this. Okay. Today's going to be a little freeform. And I had two topics that don't go well together. So I'll just talk about one. How many people out there have experience with single table games? As in like Marvel superheroes or chill. I started getting interested in it again and pulled out my advanced set. I've watched a few videos on YouTube about it, and the weird thing about the Marvel game is, the TSR Marvel game, is I always forget how to run it when I'm not running it, if you ever had that happen. But once I look at it and thumb through the rule book, it comes back to me like that, and I can run it. Have you ever have that problem? But what is your opinion on single-table-type games? I mean, I kind of like it. Chill has also a single-table, single, single table, but and it's, it's, uh, it's successor Crypt World, too. Same thing. It's the pace-setter thing. And I don't know if they worked out very well. I hear there's an addition of Game World out there that, that went this route, too. But I do like it for, like, quick and dirty combat type things where shows you what happens to you. I am still kind of, it's one of those games like it took me a while for something like Savage Worlds because sometimes the thing, the see, here's, here's the thing. Some of these games, the basic rules are simple, but a couple of areas tend to get a little fuzzy until you go back and read them. Like Savage Worlds, I had a little problem with damage until I figured out how the damage worked. Marvel, I'm having the same trouble. I mean, yes, I can go to the chart and it'll tell me what it does. You know, they roll the percentage and okay, then you hit and you you have to figure out on the top here what type of attack it is. And usually it's pretty obvious, and then it'll tell you, say it's a energy attack. If you get a green, you hit, and a yellow, you bullseye, and a red, you kill. And that's a, a lot of this is left up to the GM's discretion, because once you go to the kill chart, you have to, they have to roll versus endurance. And then it's, once again, depending if you get a white green, yellow, or red, and red is a no. And uh, kill, no. Okay, so they do get the red. They don't get killed? Hmm, interesting. And a yellow, they don't get killed? See, that's the kind of thing that, that you have to go back. If I If I read through it again, 
I understand it. It's just, I have to take that extra, every time I run something like this, I have to take that extra step of refreshing myself with the rules. It's not like D&D, which I played forever, it seems like, 40 years. And, you know, I can do that with my eyes closed. Same with champions. Champions, I spent 12 years playing champions. I can do, I know, I know the ins and outs of that game pretty well. You know, all I have to look up is like point costs and things like that. Point costs and modifiers to powers. But something like this, if you don't play it, to me, if you don't play it on a regular basis, use it or lose it. If I decided to make a regular Marvel campaign, I do that. Now, it'd be cool if I could possibly adapt this table to, say, a fantasy D&D type game or some other genre that I could work on that. So there is that possibility. I mean, you know, it's it's not it's all it's one of those games where it's almost clear. But as soon as you read a couple of things, it makes crystal clear sense. Have you guys ever had a problem like that? Rules that you just you almost—they're so tantalized. You almost get them, but you have to go back and read the book and 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 just because there's a few things that just don't stick in your mind. Either it's either it's fuzzy writing in the rule book, or they just don't stick in your mind. So there's that. Anyway, that's my conundrum. And tomorrow I'll talk about the other. I'll talk about the other topic. Anyway, I'm gonna go start my day. So, if you guys want to talk about this or anything else, oldmangrognar@gmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can support this program, and I would thank you. Thanks again to Oliver, Oliver, Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan, Carlos, Dan, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, and the big John Allen Large. And don't forget. There's a podcast called the Jung, Y-U-N-G, Grognard Podcast, hosted by Dan Gregg. And don't forget Mark C. Walring's The Yawning Owlbear and Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries. Both of those are on Anchor. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.